What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? I'm good, Connor. Would you rather be in a duel with a cowboy or in a jousting match with a professional knight? Oh, oh, it's... jousting you survive. Also, this is a t- if this is someone's <laughs> first episode, it's like an ambush immediately. <laughs> Make a choice. <laughs> it doesn't normally go like this, I will say, but um, surely joust because you have a better chance of survival than a duel. That's that's actually a fair point. Yeah, you're meant to survive a joust, I think. Yeah. Uh, but imagine well, sorry, being the lad who ask, lost in the joust. Can I just... <laughs> yeah, but if you lose the jewel, you'd never have to hear about it as well. Yeah, you never have dead. to deal with it. Like, you just, you're, all your problems are over. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who has been involved in several fictional fights over the last mm. seven days. Have you won? A man who has been involved in several <laughs> fictional fights over the last seven days. <laughs> it's a mixed up results, I would say. Just who can say what constitutes yeah. a winner in a tournament, yeah. you know? It's like the, a scene in Scrubs when JD is imagining himself and he imagines himself as Robin. It's like, it's your own imagination and you're still not <laughs> yeah. that man. That says more about you than it does about me. <laughs> um, so, Sean, this is weird news. We are starting this week with two men that were lost at sea for 29 days. Um, and why we're covering this story is because of the headline. And that is, men lost at sea for 29 days say it was a nice break. <laughs> What goes on in these men's day-to-day lives? <laughs> what could be worse? <laughs> 29 days at sea. And you're like, Jez, fucking, tis a shame to go back, though. <laughs> <laughs> and if, there, um, if there's anything else I've, I've remembered from The Simpsons, it's water, water everywhere, let's all have a drink. So, I it's mean, true. That's, that is survival mode has kicked in. I'm ready yeah. to go. How did they survive at sea? Um, Bear Grylls would he'd know he'd know off the bat Um, uh, sorry have I talked about uh, Bear Grylls giving himself an enema yeah you have but I've also seen that episode (laughs) it's ridiculous it's fucking ludicrous so can you do that I can't drink it because I can't drink it because my stomach will reject it I have to put it in another way Don't know why it makes Two, a suction noise. <laughs> oh no, I'd get that checked. Two blokes who spent 29 days floating around in the ocean, completely lost, have now said that their enforced break from civilization wasn't all that bad after all, to be honest. Hmm. Um, they seem pretty circumspect about the best part of a month that they spent listing around the seas of the southern hemisphere before they eventually were rescued some 400 kilometers from where they started. Jeez, that's a lot of kilometres. Can I just say as well, what news source uses the phrase two blokes and then also uses the phrase circumspect? I would say um, one that doesn't really understand who it is. (laughs) It's it's trying to be something for everyone. 
<laughs> just to appeal to any market, whether it be the most educated person in the world or just a random guy on the street. Two blokes. What if you want to appeal to the blokes, Sean? Just like do. Hmm. We do want this podcast to appeal to the blokes. <laughs> Um, uh, Livin Jr., a pair of sailors from the Solomon Islands, set out to travel to the New George Island, but their GPS system failed and left them lost on the high seas. They planned to keep the west coast of, oh no, the Vela La Vela Island and Gizo Island on their left to help them navigate, but managed to get it wrong, which I feel like is something you can't really get. Get rock. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've never I, been a sailor. But I'm going to say, right, we have to keep this yoke at our left. I wouldn't do a 180 and go back the other way. That's, yeah, how do you misplace an island, is my question. <laughs> do you see it? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> is it to my right? Is it above us? <laughs> like, what if they had just somehow ended up back where they came, where they came from? <laughs> like, this is like, oh, no, it's probably the left. It's a really, it's like a Grand Canyon situation. So there's islands on either side of you. And you have to decide which one is which. Now, saying all this, we would definitely die at sea, so we're not going to probably slag them too much, because um, no. I, I think it's a very uh, stormy area as well. So uh, what happened was, they've done the trip before, and it should have been okay, said Junior. However, right. the, rain, the, 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 rain, the rain and the wind came in, obscuring their view of the islands, and eventually getting them completely lost. He continued, when the wa- bad weather came, it was bad. <laughs> I think he's a weatherman on the side, so Junior is. We both got swept up in a hurricane. It was, fuck, you wouldn't believe it, lads. <laughs> the bad weather wasn't, wasn't good. I don't want to go out on a limb, lads, but it wasn't good for us because it was raining. I don't know if I mentioned it, it was bad weather. Oh, see, I was taking the Irish view, which is like, oh, it's fucking fierce mild. <laughs> Can I, for any of our international listeners, what does fierce mild actually mean? Do you know when a day is neither hot nor cold, no, neither mm. rainy nor dry? What oh, is fierce mild? Fierce mild, but like it's like, and that's like a regular day. But then that, to a severe extent, is fierce mild. It's like <laughs> it's it's. I I think it's just boredom, like that. You're just like, fuck. I I even if it lashes rain. I wouldn't yeah. care because it'd be something happening. Oh, but it's so it's 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 aggressively mild. It's aggressively <laughs> mild. <laughs> it's a sentence that makes no sense. Um, so we couldn't see where we were going, so we just decided to stop the engine and wait to save fuel. So they managed to apparently survive on oranges that they had aboard the boat, as well as coconuts that floated by on the sea. What a fucking fairy days. tale is this set in? Like, <laughs> just the ocean provides. <laughs> and they collected rainwater in a canvas sheet to drink. Jeez, these are very, they're very capable men, aren't they? Oh yeah, like uh, most of us would be dead. But these are like, right, we have the oranges, no well, scurvy. We have that locked in. We have the coconuts, we'll wait. I'm going to f- go fishing for a coconut later on. Now we have to get the canvas up, collect the sea. No, collect the I rain, f- not the sea. <laughs> Don't collect the sea. Oh, <laughs> Tommy, collect you collected the sea again. <laughs> He's so sick. I think I would stand a fairly good chance of surviving if I was on a boat stocked with oranges. Coconuts magically appeared to me 
mm. and I had a fucking water filter on the roof. I think that would be fine. Right, okay. But what if you're stuck for 29 days with your best pal, who on day one is your best pal, but on day 26, is he your best pal? Is Are these two blokes best pals? You wouldn't want to fall out on day 28 or so, wouldn't you not? Like, no, I, th- I think by that stage, you've already gotten through the worst. It's like, okay, cool. I would say day five. Day five would be tough. Do you imagine if we, if we were stranded on a boat together? Because it would just be this. It would just be us chatting shit for days on it. I would drive you insane because I think you would be like, let's solve the problem and get like anxious. Like, I want to do it now. And I'd be like, it'd be grand. We'll sort it out. Sorry, you think I would get anxious, Connor? <laughs> yes. Oh, he's right. He's very right. Which one of us was the first to break and the other one? Oh, I'm the first to break. I. <laughs> I break within the first 48 hours, I would say. <laughs> I, I think you start off with the right intentions. You're like, yeah. we're going to get out of this. But after, I would say, 23 hours of maybe not seeing the results you wanted, you would just give up and just go, well, we're dead. And just maybe sit down and go, well, we're done now. <laughs> what can we do? <laughs> Don't play snap. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be a slower mover. I'd be I'd be slow on day one, but by about day five, I'd go, well, I may do so. He's sitting down crying. <laughs> I suppose I better do so. You just start gathering my tears and like, Sean, we have something to drink. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> You're going to die here. <laughs> <laughs> So eventually they were both rescued uh, by a fisher off the coast. Uh, he added, we didn't know where we were, but we did not expect to be in another country as they had travelled the whole way to Papua New Guinea without even knowing it. Um, oh. Despite the fact that it sounds quite bad, both men have managed to take some positives from their ide- ordeal. For one thing, they said that they had they didn't hear anything about COVID-19 for 29 days. What a fucking dad or something. Fucking nice to get away from all the bad news, isn't get, it? Get away from it all. Huh? Get away from everything. A bit, a bit, a bit of me off. time. <laughs> a me time with me best pal. More like on social media, if you ask me. I think we really reconnected. Maybe we're the virus. <laughs> Yeah, they've come back. They've yeah. come back with that attitude. <laughs> Non-stop. <laughs> and their family just rolling their eyes. Oh, fuck. And then here he goes oh, again. Shit. Oh, like, sake. If this happens, you never need another thing to happen to you again in life. is Because this is your story now. Like, if you're oh. out for a meal with people and they're like, oh, I was, I went interrailing and I travelled across your... I was stranded at sea for a month. <laughs> but can I make the point that I yeah. feel like they've fucked up? For the sole reason that the exact quote was, I look forward to going home, but I guess it was a nice break from everything. This is what they said. Mm. Now, if you are that man's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you're a home employer. with the kids. Your employer. Anyone who knows him. <laughs> right? Other than the other guy on the boat. Anyone who's actually a home. Are they thinking... He'd rather get fucking stranded in the ocean than hang out with me. Wouldn't it be terrible if, like, say, you know, 21 days after they went missing, there was a big family engagement planned with the in-laws? Oh. Oh. And you can't go missing the day before because that's like, oh, 
<laughs> oh, he's sus- just trying to dodge it. That's heavily suspect if it's the day before. Week before even is still too soon. Yeah, but three weeks before. Oh, I'm after oh. forgetting her birthday. It's next month. Oh, fuck. What do I do? I can't take no my time. own day. Shipping times are ridiculous these Shipping. days. Yeah, you can't get ordered. <laughs> six weeks. I don't have six weeks. <laughs> oh, fuck. All I have oh, is a God. boat and my best buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to convince his, and his buddies also wait on an order. They said eight weeks for me. Fucking Etsy. Order from all over the world, I am. <laughs> oh, that's far too specific to be made up on the spot, Connor. <laughs> um, I just think that this if you're at home waiting on this loved one and they get back and go, Jez, that was a great 29 days I spent stranded at sea with nobody around other than my best pal. I mean, I don't know. But can you not say that if you came back from being stranded at sea... And the slightest thing inconvenienced you. You you wouldn't just be like, Jez, sometimes I wish. <laughs> Don't you make me go back there. <laughs> talking to his son. <laughs> you're having like a fight with your son and you're in like the sitting room and you just start putting on a life vest and walking out the door. <laughs> he, he won't do his homework. <laughs> you're just like looking at him putting on, a, on your welly boots and your hat you know, I'll fucking leave I don't give I don't. a shit to me <laughs> you hook the trailer up to the car and the boat's on the back of it honey have you seen my fishing rod I'm gonna bring it bit of entertainment you know what I mean Timmy this is your fault this is all you <laughs> I'm bringing your mother this time <laughs> it's your fault we're leaving <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate threat. I'm going back to the ocean. I don't give a fuck, boys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go um, be with someone who understands me. <laughs> the Atlantic. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, oh, so we're gonna move on from that story. That just really caught my eye because they were like 29 days. Ah, it wasn't that bad? Because I'm sure when they came back, the news were looking for a headline to be like, how bad was it? Yes, Actually, hell on earth. They wanted, to be honest, they wanted them to say. It was fine, to be honest. Um, it was great. We're moving on to our next piece of news shot. And this is something that really caught my eye. And it's something that's so randomly weird, but also made me laugh because of how minorly stupid it is that, Excellent. I mean, Excellent. I'm all in on it. Because in China, there is a current trend going on where large groups of middle-aged and older women will... Go out in public, into public parks and sports grounds and all that kind of stuff, and mm. exercise along to music, Sean. Right. And it's gotten to the point where they've been going out um, in the early hours of the morning or late in the afternoon. They all just gather and then they go out in a big group and they go dancing for to some music. Okay. It's seen as a, it's a nice thing. Wholesome, I would say. The wholesome thing. Now, the word that they use here is takeover. And they all... (laughs) As in hostile takeover. (laughs) I have the three three, uh, phrases I'm going to use. Takeover. Alarming standoffs. Blaring music. (laughs) Also, disturbing the peace. (laughs) Of course. Oh, just... uh... The cherry on top of the cake. So this is, is this like a 
like a movement kind of thing that they're doing or is just one specific group blaring loud music at 5am and doing yoga so here's the thing because this was became such a problem people started going into how do we how do we fight back yeah how do we take out these people because we can't confront them so they have to come up go for maybe some tech solutions and we may have found it as China's noisy dancing grannies are silenced by a device that disables speakers. What? China's noisy dancing grannies are silenced by a device that disables speakers. So they're doing EMPs on these people. <laughs> they're EMPing the grannies, yes. Oh, but the pacemakers, Connor. <laughs> I can't dance. <laughs> Right. So across across China's public parks and squares, in the early hours of the morning or late in the afternoon, the grannies gather. Sean, the gangs gangs made up mostly of middle-aged and older women who went through the Cultural Revolution, take to a corner of a local park or sporting ground and dance in unison to Chinese music, loud Chinese music. Sean, okay. um. The tradition has led to alarming standoffs, with the blaring music frequently blamed for disturbing the peace in often high-density residential areas. But many are too scared to confront the women, Sean. They are a gang. They have overtaken the streets. Nobody can defeat them. They've got their leather jackets and switchblades at the ready. (laughs) <laughs> I mean one granny You try and convince one granny to do so That's bad enough You got a try group of ten of them Yeah try and convince one granny you don't want to slice a cake Oh Now imagine that granny wants to dance <laughs> Oh And you Young fuck Are coming you, up You Kevin Bacon <laughs> You hater <laughs> <laughs> Are coming up And telling her and all of her lovely new friends Yeah to stop dancing to traditional Chinese music. The dilemma of the dancing grannies has prompted some to seek out tech solutions. One went viral online this week. A remote stun gun style device that claims to be able to disable a speaker from 50 metres away. Because you have to keep your distance. Because if they That doesn't you, seem legal. That does not <laughs> seem alright to have for just a fucking civilian to have. What they're saying is they're sniping speakers. Just to not yeah. be in the vicinity when the music stops. Because it'll kick off. Absolutely. Like, it, I would wager it would be less dangerous to fire an actual sniper rifle at the speaker. Rather than some weird ray gun based shit that you've bought off eBay. China is home to an estimated 100 million dancing grannies. Um, Jesus it allows fuck. To- <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a big gang. You, you That's try like take 15 Irelands. Yeah, quite a lot. They're all dancing, Sean. That, my God, I didn't know how big this had gotten. <laughs> yeah, they form strong bonds, often shopping or doing other activities together, including group investments. <laughs> group investments? What are they, on the stock exchange? <laughs> yeah, are they starting some kind of hedge fund? <laughs> They're big at the cryptocurrency. Um, state media has described the dancing, which has its roots in the cultural revolution of the 60s, as a positive and effective way to get a lot of older people together. Now, that's seen as one way, but another thing is, 
They're all gathering in the one area and are dancing to loud music constantly and basically in the early hours of the morning annoying everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Look, good to know. Okay, so if that had been a group of 20-year-olds... Oh my god, I should... Hang on. Sorry, hang on. continue. I, this is context we need. Neighbours complain it has gotten out of control with competing groups blasting their music over each other in small areas and bullying those who try to intervene. <laughs> there's actual gang wars going Like, there's territories here. There's fucking territories in the dancing and anyone who tries a step in the middle is getting bullied. <laughs> what the f... What if you're just, like, a passerby? Does that affect no. anything? Yeah, that's why you have to keep your distance when you're shutting down speakers. If you get caught in the crosshairs of the gang war, you're dead. I'm gonna... I, I want you to imagine what that speaker silencer sounds like. I'm sending you a link right now that I want you to oh, look at. I, I have Because it have looks... Ex- it's it's from... It's, it's from called Noise, noise Be Gone. <laughs> Noisebegone.com. And it looks exactly like you imagine. <laughs> it looks like just like one of the old um, satellites or uh, dishes. Aerials. Yeah, aerials that we used to have just like for when the very early sky came in. Yeah, back when we had about seven channels. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. But it's so that hooked up to like a power transformer. <laughs> so, you, so you walk out to the street, you, you put that on the shoulder and you yeah. like snipe them, snipe the speakers. I would wager you put a scope on top just for accuracy's just, sake. Of course. Well, I'm I'm not an idiot, shot. Of course, I'm putting the scope <laughs> on top. Yeah. But for the listeners, they need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed there was a scope on top. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my favorite is the fact that viral videos and reports have shown the groups. The groups, remember, are old mm-hmm. ladies arguing and fighting with basketball players to take over their court or in one case breaking into a football field and stopping the game to dance in the space Jesus they're actually being a menace then like they're actually upsetting the public so this story is there's a group of old women in China several groups going around just causing shithousery and divilment I will say I was on the side of these ladies at first, but they're literally they're just bullying people out of basketball parks. And if this was a gang rooms. of young people, you'd say these those youths they need to be taught a lesson. They're hooligans, but because it's grannies, they lose the hooligan tag shot. I think we bring it back. I think we are we bringing back hooliganism. Is that what we're introducing? Is that what the Irish Did, are gifting to China? Because China gifted us the spice bag, so. <laughs> They don't even know what that is, to be <laughs> no, honest. That is not Chinese cuisine. <laughs> and it's an Irish creation. And as we all know, Ireland is known for its cuisine. Um, cuisine. You're of Carl Cannon. Do you know what that is, lads? It's a, just fucking spuds and cabbage. Have a few, <laughs> have a few Guinness. It'll feel you, fuel you up by for the day. It's got iron um, in it or some shit. Sean, what's the idea here? How do we stop these grannies? They are causing absolute mayhem in the cities. They're causing fights between themselves. But then it feels like if someone tries to intervene on the on the dance off, maybe they all turn on the on the new person. Have you seen Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet? Uh, yes, a film famously about gangs, an original story. Mm. So what we need we need <laughs> original story. Hundred million rival group of 
middle-aged yeah. slash elderly men who come in and do dancing Ooh. to Chinese traditional music, right? Oh, fuck. And then... Yeah, yeah and, you, don't, and you don't want... You don't want young Leo anywhere near this. His cheeks will be pidged off. He oh, won't, he's not safe. He'll be, he'll be less... He, yeah, he'll, he'll Glasgow smile himself by the end of it. <laughs> but... <laughs> What do you need? Now look, it's going to get worse before it gets better because you okay. need a bit of fighting between the the men the, and the women doing the dancing, right? Okay. But eventually, one of each group will fall in love. <gasps> West Side Story! West Side Story, <laughs> of course. Of course. Or Romeo and Juliet, whichever. And or, then, or another, or any other one. <laughs> Most of them. I, I've not seen fame, but maybe. <laughs> we'll <laughs> dance until we're in love, is normally the idea. <laughs> That's it. And then they both take... One of them takes a poison. Well, it's not a poison. It's just, it's oh. to make them go to sleep. They don't yeah, but if they find these de- these people dead, they're going to be like, well, that's probably natural causes. Like, it's not... No, they die okay. dancing, though. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> Your plan is to introduce more gangs. <laughs> I, I want double the amount of gangs. Right. So that just two individuals can fall in love and die... And then all differences between the gangs or the mm. families La will familias. be La Familias. What about splinter groups? Recouped. What about what? Splinter groups. So like you got the big Don saying, guys, let's hold back. I don't need this. Yeah, yeah. But there's always gonna be one uppity. One uppity That's lower it. guy's gonna I'm gonna start my own dancing crew. But what per- what percentage of splinter groups are there from the groups that are happily coalesced with the other dancers, Connor? So I now you have know. double the might taking down, I would say, barely a 20th. So of your the idea sides. is to not get involved at all, just introduce more music and dancing until we can all just maybe not get on with our lives. Nobody can play any football. No basketball players are allowed. Um, just everyone stop everything. In the words of patron saints of China, the Beastie Boys. You've got to fight for your right to party. And with that, we will move on to our next news story. <laughs> I think you've solved it. I think I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I think you should be. I think you should be. Uh, we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and I have a mystery for you. Because oh. residents in in a... In Charlton, in Manchester, they are shocked and appalled, Sean. There is a phantom bush trimmer operating, operating under the cover of darkness. Inter- oh, Not a very stealthy job, I would I would imagined. almost say the worst of all stealth moves is to trim a bush in the night time. And I, I will say, because I'm, I'm still working from home, I live very near to a local church, right? Yeah. A lot of bushes outside that church. They've been being trimmed the last week and I have not heard anything fucking else. Yeah. So for that to be happening in the dead of night. And I just, I feel like this article is written by someone like on their, on the edge. Like this is, (laughs) this is the last thing they needed because this is the most like brought up. It's completely exaggerated beyond belief that this is this is the be all end all this is the end of times that this this person is still out there not being caught because i have residents have launched a desperate search 
for a figure known only as the Phantom Bush Trimmer. A man from Charlton, Manchester sent shockwaves through the community this week when he shared a photo of his front garden to the local Facebook page, Sean. Shockwaves. Now, you probably see, felt the shockwaves because they probably, they probably went worldwide. But, I mean, we mm. weren't talking about because we were held to an NDA on this particular subject until today. That's true. Governments around the world silenced us. But now we are free to speak. Shockwaves. True to community. He explained that someone... Oh, I can't even say. Somebody, or something. Some... T- <laughs> the boss man. <laughs> some, someone or something had been interfering with his foliage without his permission, Sean, and asked if anyone could shed some light on what had been going on. <sighs> Fuck. Okay. So we've, we've set the scene. A man yeah. is distressed. A garden. Destroyed. He's been interfered with, really. Inter- I love the phrase interfered with, by the way. I think that's excellent. <laughs> it's added a whole other level. And also, sh- have you noticed desperate search shockwaves interfered <laughs> with? It's it's a level that really resigned for probably a more serious story. But we're, this, is, this is serious. This is what's properly going on, guys. This is real news. Yeah, and so hang on. I just want just one thing on the interfered with line. It implies that the person whose garden had been interfered with had other plans for that yeah. garden. Maybe but, leave the shrubs grow wild. But I think that's it's it's his bush, his choice. Is I think really the phrase, isn't it? That, those um, are the t-shirts you had printed. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't get much sales. To be honest. <laughs> People kept looking at me weird. <laughs> they wore it to mass and everything. <laughs> and it's just like someone came down just tapped me. It's like you may leave, lad. Just honestly, <laughs> you're 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 making a show of yourself. Honestly, even we're like that's a bit fucking far. <laughs> and you know what we've done? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, so he said that he's he wrote bit of a weird one. This. At some point in the last couple of days, my front bush has been mysteriously trimmed by a person or persons unknown. Who could do this? And then he adds, in all caps, this whole sentence is in caps, who is the Charlton Phantom Bush Trimmer? He spells Charlton wrong there. He says, oh. Charlton <laughs> Phantom Bush Trimmer. <laughs> so he doesn't know where he lives because he's, he's stressed at this point. He's not taking straight shots. Yeah, oh, his world has been rocked over the last mm. couple of days. Mm. Um, I've got some theories myself, but I, I, I might wait to receive more information before I divulge them, Connor. Well, the photo itself is truly, and they say in this article, haunting, Sean. Half of their hedge looks indecent enough, Nick, while the other is an ungodly mess. A shadow of its, no doubt, former glory. Well, by all accounts, half of the hedge was only decent. So, what fucking glory are we talking about? <laughs> yes, if that, but maybe they attacked the ha- that other half, but not as much. What if they repaired that half? Or they were actually the other- they were trying to repair it, and they went too far. Like when you're shaving, you accidentally go off. Oh, I may get rid of the whole oh, thing now. Oh, I'm clean shaving now for the next while. <laughs> the uh, or like in Father Ted, where he's trying to fix the dent in the car. And it's a little tap of a hammer. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, now, since the appeal was posted, it has really caught the attention of the local residents, Sean. Sadly, however, sadly, but totally, but not totally unexpected. It seems the word bush has brought out the most puerile humour in some of the town's inhabitants. And they're not taking it seriously at all, Sean. What's funny about the word bush, Connor? I don't know. If you're puerile, if you're puerile humour. I mean, I I suppose the way he handled 9-11 was fairly fucking disgraceful. (laughs) His dad, though. His dad. (laughs) Um, Now, somebody came in here. Now, I think this is fucking ridiculous. Someone's come in and said, did they do the back or just the crack and sack? And I think that's outrageous. Um, Someone also quipped, it ain't the 70s, man. You didn't need it in the first place. And oh, I just God. think, I just think it's got a bit, it's a no, bit le- infantile. Yeah, let's address, like, look, we, we, we have fun here on Weird News. <laughs> it's just two, two, two regular guys chatting about two things blokes. that happen in the world. Two blokes, two blokes lost at sea. <laughs> and so we would never steep to such levels as making, such, I, I, I'll go, I'll go ahead and say it, Connor, juvenile remarks. I uh, love the fact, right, this. that this is the easiest slam dunk ever and we won't make this joke, but we'll make like 20 <laughs> terrible ones about something stupid. Absolutely. but this, this, And that's the thing. It's too easy. It's too so easy. It's handed to you on a platter. No, yeah. we've all li- look, we've all listened to the episode where we talk about the penis statue on a mountain. Yeah. That, and th- th- that required skill. Yeah. as an episode <laughs> nuance I think is the word actually skill to pull off that's probably a pretty good title for that episode <laughs> don't be pure right Sean. come on sorry sorry let's let's get back to this man's bush what's doesn't going on doesn't take fucking skill that, takes, that only takes horror and determination I would say <laughs> it's a challenge it is a challenge ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. another um Oh no, that's terrible. You can wear a ski mask and remain anonymous. DM me please, said someone. Oh yes, how very funny, but this is no laughing matter. Adding to his original post, the victim urged people to come and see him if they needed a hand and with their bush and not the mysterious phantom, he said. I mean, I don't know if he asked anyone or if he asked the phantom to do this for him, but there's somebody out there under the darkness of night ruining people's I'm going to say hedges. Hedges. Shrubbery. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you don't have to say what. Also, what, no. what he was saying, does anyone, like, how did he phrase that? Like, do, does your bush need tending? Is that is that <laughs> the language he used? I'm just trying to establish the vernacular of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> your honour. <laughs> your honour, I'm just trying to get the vernacular. I, I want to be accurate. Look, I know one person in particular who... Look, very good with a blade, maybe a little bit clumsy at the start. Oh, okay. But over a certain length of time, he learns that it's not what's different that makes him special. It's what's him that makes him special. Okay. We've all seen Edward Scissorhands. And (laughs) bad time to take a drink of coffee, my friend. And so I didn't know where you were going. Start of the movie. What's Edward up to? He's chopping everything up. He can't yeah. get dressed. 
he can't he i think he tries to cut a, a, a bush at one point and he fucks it is, up right is this the origin story of a real life edward scissorhands is that what we're saying and you mean to tell me that in the entire world right now and everything going on and as far as science has come you don't think there's an actual edward scissorhands man out there like a man bored with scissorhands <laughs> i would say grafted onto him as a child but correct I think Edward Scissorhands was a puppet as well. I think he was a machine. Like, he wasn't oh. a human, was he? Um, well, then we're going into robot territory. And so, can we shut him off using the speaker shut-off system if, if it happens again? I mean, that is our last hope, isn't it? It's <laughs> our last hope. <laughs> um, Sean, this just tells us, right, that nobody did this electrically, right? This was not mm. done using an electric head trimmer, which implies... That somebody came along with, I'm assuming, a machete in the darkness of night and chopped up this man's hedge for no reason other than just probably shithousery. What's the well, story? So you're suspecting Danny Trejo is what you're doing. I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting the actor Danny Trejo, yes. <laughs> See, because it, it could be a machete. Could also be like a handheld shears kind of situation. He <sighs> gone old which, school. That's better. Yeah, I feel he could do a lot of damage with that. Uh, mm. to a hedge um, there there was a while in my back garden there was like this old overgrown part way in the back uh, I, I say this like I grew up on like fucking landed gentry kind of a yeah, thing yeah and, and did you like sneak down there one time and there was like a mysterious alleyway <laughs> or mysterious hole it. into a different world That yeah yeah it was true a wardrobe yeah. weirdly enough yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, we used uh, it was like it was a bill hook is what it was and it's like a machete but curved Originally used for harvesting oh. crops. We just had one of these hanging around. So me and my Safe. brother used to just go hack away at some shrubbery for a while. Then we get tired and come in for dinner. And they, <laughs> and they say kids didn't have good times. No, <laughs> these days, was, they'll, ne- they'll never understand the joy of a good hack around. <laughs> just fucking hacking away at a fucking tree stump, lads. Oh, it's the best crack. You don't we even now know. Call your, now, now your brother, now unfortunately he did lose both arms. But to be fair... He shouldn't have been standing in front of the shrub. You were having a hack. That's true. We had just come back from uh, Charlton. And, oh no, I just said <laughs> oh <no>. too much. <laughs> this was last week. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, <laughs> we will keep up to date on this story. If he strikes again, I'm saying it's a he, could be anything. If, yeah. if they strike again, we will be on that. Because this could be the start of a pattern. Can I make a wild claim? Go for it. What if it's a baby brontosaurus? Because <laughs> he'd be the right height to fuck up a yeah. hedge in one particular spot. He fucking would. He fucking yeah. would. So you're saying this lad, he's done like a Jurassic Park kind of situation. He's brought them back to life and they've got out of hand. I was thinking more of a land before time, but yeah, they're all the same Ooh. dinosaur. Yeah, like. basically along the same lines. But he's like genetically modifying dinosaurs in his lab. Yeah. No, not not this guy who owns the hedge in particular. Next door. Next door. Next door yeah. or across the street. And the dinosaurs grow up in the lab and they just keep looking at the hedge and they're fucking starving. Next door is Richard Attenborough. Don't, don't you mean David Attenborough? No, not David. No, oh, his brother. Th- oh, so no one commentates on it. It's just No, <laughs> no it's, it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> I see. Of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news Sean and I have another story about hedges kind of it's about a tree because Mm. a man in Queens 
is refusing to come down from a tree <laughs> as a story. God damn it, Queens, you've done it again. <laughs> a man is refusing to come down from a tree after climbing up from the roof of a home in Queens. It all began, he was up there, he's been up there for three days now, Sean, in a standoff with the police. Have you this? Okay. I might tell this story, but no one's going to get it. So if you want me to cut it out, tell me after. But Go for it. Have you seen the Irish short film called Claire Suspare? No. Okay. Sure, I haven't. <laughs> it's a story. It, Claire Suspare means Claire in the sky, right? And it's about this woman who's so fucking sick of her family just being dickheads the whole time. Right. <laughs> she climbs up a tree in the back garden and decides to set the world record for most time spent in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> that'll show them. <laughs> that'll, oh God, I'm good. That'll, that'll learn them. So I yeah. think this man in Queens, Queens, big Irish contingent in New York, Connor. Oh. Okay. What if this man has seen Claire Suspair and is like, I mean, well, I that is that. that is a wild shot in the dark, just due to the fact that I don't think anyone in Ireland other than you has seen that movie. <laughs> it was it was a leave insert film. It was that we we saw Claire Suspair, we saw Cockamillish with Brendan Gleeson. What does Cockamillish mean in English, Sean? It, it just means sweet cake. Sweet cake, uh, yeah. Sweet cake. Uh, I, I won't go into the I won't go into the plot details. We'll save that for the Patreon. And then there's also Yu Ming is Anim Dum, uh, which stars uh, with features. He pops up at the end. It's Frank Kelly from right. Father Ted. Yeah, right. I'm glad we so. went over to the curriculum for next year. So if anyone in, internationally is going into the, your last year of school, <laughs> here <laughs> in the next year, now you have an idea on the curriculum. You're going to get to no. be able to keep up with it. Fucking join the Patreon. We'll be doing a breakdown. We'll be doing all the syllabus. Uh, we're an educational show now. <laughs> English for dummies. <laughs> English for Irish. <laughs> um, so, Sean, look, it all began on Wednesday afternoon um, on the roof of the 145th Street home in the Brookville section. Um, what happened was that the man just climbed up the tree, right? And... Right. Um, they tried to get him out but he says he wants to stay up there a neighbour said um, because the man's mother called the police at around 12.45pm on Wednesday claiming he was threatening her that's when he took off to the rooftop and laid her to the tree um, so he he got called and she said he's threatening me so the police are arriving he's like I need to get away Yeah. quick up the tree outside they'll never spot me so, especially in the Halloween times with all the leaves are there, I'll be hidden. And so, it's... I, I feel like this is a Home Alone story, but mm. I'll, I'll roll with it for now. Um, so, what happened was, he, he, went, he went into the tree. And so, some of his friends he plays with tried to coax him down, but... Um, they, they, How old is this man? <laughs> I think he's a grown man but apparently uh, apparently his friends when they went up they were just aggravating him more said one neighbour fuck off <laughs> ah come on down lad like, you're, like they're not you're not in that much trouble it's gonna be fine honestly honestly it'd be grand just come down we'll, we'll sort it out we'll play Halo uh, what do um, friends do 
it's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'll be on the Patreon We'll try and figure it out um, <laughs> Just always learning how to be humans <laughs> um, So the police said that there is a warrant out for the man's arrest um, So he knows that So he's gone up mm-hmm. to the tree It's been one day Made it to two days Made it to three days um, then I love the fact that they talked to the New York Police Department chaplain, Dr. Reba Perry, who said, this is something he does all the time. <laughs> he gets in the tree. It's not unusual for him to be in the tree. I mean, and then she says something that re- at the moment Reba's funny because this that's a really dumb thing to say. He like he climbs the tree. He'll be yeah. in the tree. But she takes a different stand shot. You'll know where it comes because her next line is, he's from Haiti. They climb trees there. Oh, oh no. What? The, what? She was doing so well. She was doing, doing so, so well. well. As, a, as like a representative of the New York Police Department. Yeah. But then oh, to no. just throw that in at the end is entirely fucked. Um, you know what I would Doctor, say? Go on. I would say, let her try and live in a tree. Yeah, a tree it's is. fucking, it's harder than it looks. Yeah, it's fucking, you ever tried to climb a tree? I did once, and I climbed up it, and then I started crying, and I was like, somebody help me down, I'm stuck. I did that in a wall once, God, it's mad that we're friends, A wall, it? how tall is the wall? Well, I was about three foot, so the wall must have been 100 metres, I would say. <laughs> I would say uh, 300 feet, yeah. Yeah, so I climbed up, and I climbed up grand because it was like a stacked stone wall, so it had like mm. inbuilt ledges. And then my granddad has to come out, and I want to say I like jumped from a great height, and he caught me, but he literally like picked me off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably he was probably about the height that I am now. <laughs> yeah, so but quite high. You you are seventeen feet tall. That's true. I mm-hmm. and. It's a nightmare getting the microphone that works for me, but by God, you did it, Connor. <laughs> I tried. Um, so as people on the block began to gather, police set up a mat in the front yard. A priest, a hospital workers, and more negotiators arrived. What the fuck is this? A joke? Like, is what? this a gag? <laughs> Why, like, if there was one department that media has taught me specialises in getting things out of trees... It's the fire department. The only one that they haven't called to this scene. So they've got the police. They arrive, They bring a priest. Like, like it was like... In case he dies and he needs last rites. Like. They brought hospital workers in case he doesn't die, but he's on the, on the verge. Yeah. Um, the more negotiators and the man's brother all have arrived to try and talk him out of the fucking tree. Like, is it a big tree? Is there, is, how, do we have, like, a police sketch of the tree? Because, is there, like, a treehouse tree? kind of situation? Have you seen this tree? Last He's seen up in the tree for three days. He's been up there, and they've, they've brought the priest, they've brought the hospital workers, they've brought the brother, they've brought multiple negotiators, they've brought the police. Nobody can get him down from this tree. And, to be fair, he is quoted as saying... I don't want to go back to jail, which I think strong words from yeah. the man there. I look, it's a sentiment many could agree with. Uh, do, is he taking food and water, or 
Um, I'm assuming somebody's giving him food and water until he comes down. Yeah. Like, because isn't it like he can survive three days without water is, like, the rule. Yeah, but somebody surely would have, like, his brother was there, so maybe he threw him up water. Yeah, I get, yeah, maybe he has, like, a big pulley situation. And he's just like bringing up a basket of baked It's definitely just well. like a little shitty tree outside his house. Oh, it's not comfortable by any means, I would say. How's he like, sleeping? I suppose, did he bring... How much prep time did he have before he went in the tree? Didn't have any prep time. His mother said, I'm ringing the police. They're coming. He ran to the rooftop, got on the tree. Right, okay, so he couldn't have like grabbed her... Because if I was intending to sleep in a tree, I'd like tie myself to the tree. While I yeah. sleep. No, I don't Just think like, he brought the rope riding. Because it'd be real embarrassing to fall out during the night and then have to climb back up in front of all the... Well, I mean, they've told <laughs> they've told us that they have brought mats and they've put it all around the tree, so <laughs> there's literally nowhere he can go. Because <laughs> there's just mats all on the ground. And then they just have the priest there, I'm sure, just like doing last rites constantly. You've got the service yeah. workers over there. You've got the nego- like five negotiators there. And there's like somebody on the far side. There's like a hostage negotiation. Like, would you hold on? We have to get a lad out of a fucking tree. The man the tree here. <laughs> fucking, do you think the priest is just like being like, ah, does anyone, while we're here, lads, does anyone want an exorcism? Like, just in case. <laughs> I'll do one on the tree. Will I do one on the tree, lads? I'll we'll exercise laugh. the tree, lads. Oh, God. Oh, no. don't make me. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll exercise the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps like motioning to do it real quick like, ah, <laughs> oh, you thought I was going to fucking bring the holy water out didn't you I had you I had you again that's the fifth time today be a terrible like because you know the story of the burning bush in the bible <laughs> yeah. in one of the testaments uh, what oh, the, our favourite <laughs> so, we, we favorite. went to catholic school in Ireland go on yeah Burning bush, uh, God speaks through fire and in a on a bush. What if that took place right then and there on the tree? Oh, <laughs> and, oh, and, and, like some higher power was just like, here, stop performing exorcisms on random things. <laughs> and while this conversation is going on, your man is just burning up in the tree. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is so dark. But also, I love the idea that we've just concentrated more on the priest because this guy, he's literally just. <laughs> He's got a warrant out for his arrest and he's just sitting in a tree until he eventually gets bored and will come down. But yeah. the funny story so, is he's, it's been there for three days. So yeah, so how does everyone who's present to help, how do they pass the time? Because think do about like leave? any... But do you know, I would treat it like like at a retail job. So like no one's, say no one's in the shop, but you have to stay there. You can't just leave. So you just talk shite. With the other people who were there. But they are aggravating him. They said the neighbours were aggravating him. Or his friends. <laughs> like, ah, come on, lad. Honestly. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. Like, his friends are, like, throwing fucking, like, snaps at him while he's in oh, the tree. Oh, like, if, if we were in the tree, our friends would throw rocks at us. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, we, we have wronged many of our friends, it turns out. <laughs> I threw rocks at them when they were in the tree, Sean. We all I'm throw sorry. rocks at each other. Because we're all, because we've all sinned. I'm not even cut. No more stuff. <laughs> I'm lighting a candle for you now. If you keep that up. <laughs> um, so we're finishing off weird news Sorry. this week. Go on. 
can I say, I, I wanted to make a burning bush joke in an earlier story. Yeah. But just didn't work for me right then. Didn't work because we had a phantom trimmer. He would have he would have sorted that right out. Phantom trimmer. <laughs> He's known as the Phantom Bush trimmer. That's, that's, that's not a real thing. It's not like a banshee, is it? That's that's his villain name. That's on his outfit. PBT. PBT. Phantom Bush trimmer. <laughs> But he spells it wrong, so it's an F. <laughs> F-A-N-T-U-M. That's how he spells they were, it. They were out of P's, okay? Sorry. <laughs> Give me a little artistic liberty. <laughs> so we're finishing off this week with Florida Man, Sean. And Florida Man has just done a very Florida Man thing. And I think sometimes there's a bit of comfort in knowing that there's just a random, really dumb, crazy story involving Florida Man, that he's done something that, it's a small article, but it made me laugh, because Florida Man, with half gallon of Captain Morgan and swords, set fi- sets fire in road, floods police station. <laughs> Gee, fucking hell. That's a busy time for Florida Man, isn't it? It's, it's a Sunday, so there's nothing better to start the last day of the weekend um, for this Florida Man. This time, it's 36-year-old Scott Brandon Taylor. Three triple barrel man, name. Man with three yeah. first names. And so, we and like we've, somehow we got onto the gag that anyone with three first names is immediately evil. And I can't remember how... We, that's years old. But it's like just a that's running gag. That's from the radio. Like yeah. Because I think two first names we said was evil. But three first names was it, really evil. <laughs> and if you somehow find someone with four first names, it balances out. So they're just grand. <laughs> Um, Brandon Scott Brandon Taylor who and this is my favourite just like little hyphen who happens to be a fire starter and a swordsman oh fucking varied skill sets his CV must be unreal hobbies and activities fire starter and swordsman if there's ever a way to guarantee you don't get a job Put fire starter in I'm your hobbies. I'm a bit of a fire starter. <laughs> Did you mean up and like up and comer? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a starter on your own. No, no. I meant fire starter. No, no. With flame. <laughs> right. I like setting small, uncontrolled fires in contained spaces. Is that a problem? And you say sword fighter? Is that fencing that you're into? <laughs> no, no. It would just be the 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 blade, the katana. Mostly, um, right? The yeah, more freeform style of sword. Yeah, fighting. and w- when would you start in the nursery? Is it nine to five or is it <laughs> is it shift work? According <laughs> 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 to deputies, on Thursday they arrived at Taylor's home just after two a.m. to flames burning in the roadway, and Taylor perched in the yard holding a sword in one hand, a knife on his belt. And chugging on a half gallon of Captain Morgan's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So a half gallon is like four pints. <laughs> so they turn up. They turn up. He's drank half a gallon of Captain Morgan's. He's crouching. He's got a knife on his belt. He's got a sword in his arm. And there's a fire starting in the road. So when they arrive, I'm assuming... He has control over that situation. What can they do? Because <laughs> you've walked into his territory now. That's yeah, like he's like. Sorry, I've just fucking googled that bottle, and that's ridiculous. <laughs> that costs twenty-two dollars. 
What the shit? You'd be ill. You would be very, I, very sick. But if anyone can source it for me. Uh, <laughs> now, what, what this Florida man has done here is that he's set the field of battle into something that he's comfortable with. Yeah. Because so I can they only arrive. Mm. They arrive. Fire in one area. Flooding in the other. What's the first thing that's going uh, to happen no, to that sword? The flooding hasn't happened yet. So he's Sorry, set the, so he's he's shown them that he has control over one element. Now later on in the story he will control another. But will at this, this moment, man become the avatar? Master <laughs> at this of moment he's like, flames are my friend. <laughs> I have this I have this one down. Badass move would be the police come up, you douse the blade in the Captain Morgans, <laughs> sweep it through the fire, and now you have a lightsaber on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then swinging around while drinking the rest of the Captain Morgan's like, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining him dressed like Captain Morgan, like in a full pirate. Oh, okay. That's like, fair enough. Yeah, no, he's, he's got full. He just loves Captain Morgan that much. Yeah, he's he loves that spice spiced rum. So here's the thing. They somehow corralled him onto the ground. Somehow he lost that fight. I'm assuming because they turned up with guns and he brought a sword to a good fight and they said get on the fucking ground or we will kill you and so mm. eventually they get him into the car because of course you can't really set fire shot and walk around with a big sword while drinking alcohol I think that's a bad look no um, I would say one of those things on their own is a slap on the wrist <laughs> the fire the fire you can set a few fires don't worry about it but just just we, think about it next time look we all love camping you know <laughs> But like I'm setting fire to houses Is that okay? Oh, it's frowned upon It's definitely frowned in upon Homes with, with kids in it And kids? families oh, you've, you've, you're not, So you're aware there's kids and families Oh I make sure it's after school I, wanna, I want them at home oh. Like. oh you don't give them a chance do you? No no I make sure I, I watch them walk in with their bags Put it down They hug their parents They go oh, I'm home from the And that's when I start getting the gasoline That's when I yeah, start right. going Right, okay, we'll look at Slap this. on the wrist, officer? Is that is that how this is going? I'm going to give you a fine. Of <laughs> fine. $50. $50. <laughs> $50. <laughs> That's a $50 fine, sir. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so he gets arrested. They get him back to the station. They get him in a holding cell. And Florida man, so far, I mean, they've taken him down from his strongest point. So at this point, they're taking it right. That's the end of that chapter. They've flicked the yeah. scarf around. It's done. While in a holding cell, Taylor had a change of heart and reversed course on starting fires. Turning to a fire sprinkler head, Taylor intentionally broke it off and flooded his cell and the whole police station. <laughs> so... <laughs> Fuck. And, and as we all know, Florida man, amphibious. Like, can't survive yes. on land or in water. So he is now... They were like, well, he's not going to go near the water. Like he's already He showed us he loves fire He's a fire type Pokemon He fucked the whole thing up He's going Hydro Pub Straight away That's Now he's taking like, that down That's all going bad It's like uh, What's his name Wishy Washy In Pokemon Moon He has that move Scald It's a water fire type Move Connor What the fuck <laughs> What the fuck Is Florida man He's He's adapting Now to the As the battle progresses He changes tactics When things aren't working yeah, I think so. I genuinely, like, like, 
so okay so we have water and fire next is air mm. i mean that's that's your standard vape cloud that you standard. can control and then earth which earthquake earthquake is florida prone to earthquakes uh florida man can start one i mean somehow okay. i'm assuming there's some sort of machine he can he can create he's got that um, earthquake machine that he built yeah, the earthquake yeah, yeah. machine i've seen it in the flash tv show it is it is yeah. indeed true <laughs> <laughs> so look it's only a matter of time before he conquers the fifth element which is the spirit <laughs> <laughs> is it? or what's or, the fifth one it's it, it, it could also be Mila Jovovich oh well done yes yeah. um, Sean what are our thoughts here on Florida Man? This this man, I think, he arrived ready for battle. He immediately got defeated. But then he was like, I can't go down that easy. I have to bring something else here and fuck up these people's days somehow. Bit of shit house. Yeah. I think Florida Man is the embodiment of, like, it's not about winning. Yeah. It's about sending a message. <laughs> and he, he just wants to... He might not win, but he's making sure you don't win either. Like, you don't come out of it feeling like you won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one wins. In that scenario. Like, it, it's just about chaos. He ruined so many police, I'm assuming, cases. Because <laughs> they're all flooded now. And there's probably a bunch of people in that, like, police station who are in for, like, minor things and are just in for a few hours while they process them. Setting fire to houses. Yeah, yeah. But now they all have pneumonia. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> no, how many fires were to set to get their heat right? <laughs> have to balance it out with the smoke <laughs> Sean I think that's it for this week's weird news what a week Connor uh, we've had we've learned a lot about everyone involved I mm. think we've learned that we're mostly ma- mostly you climbing walls um, yeah. and your you granddad saving your life yeah and you crying and being in that tree till this day <laughs> that's where I record now people said it's not going to work I said no. Throw up my Ex- microphone. <laughs> Let's Timber do it. Timber has excellent acoustics, it turns out. <laughs> uh, but would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back this Friday with Hero or Zero, next Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on the old Patreon page. Uh, big shout-outs go to the award-nominated host of Waffles and Mario Talk About Things, Waffles, from... Oh, it kills me every time. Outeroa. Outeroa. Outeroa, New Zealand, boy. Waffles actually sent on the correct pronunciation of how to say that, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to allow you to keep saying it how you want. Outeroa. 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 Arotaroa, Areola. Oh, it's bread. It's bread. Waffles from New Zealand. Uh, congratulations again, Waffles, by the way. Uh, big thanks also go to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin, Shrodoshin, Halley, Ryan, Right Time, Evanson, Sean, Heroes Don't Do That, Jameson, Dominic, Josiah, Florida, Gal Green, Anna, Team Irish Walrus, Helmroos, Little Dicky. That night they handed out some gifts to the other people, McGrew. Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe one that did this, and Sammy DeLucia. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support of the show. We really do appreciate it. Um, we do have 
movie reviews, TV show reviews, Disney Plus reviews, they're all up over on the Patreon. $5 or more a month gets you access to that. So the link to that is in the description. Uh, also a link is to our Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook, Detective Divilments Discussion Group, or Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. But the best way you can ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Neal. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.